0: Hello, you're very welcome to the Owen O'Neill podcast. It's a series of chats with some people we might find interesting. My friend Adam Shapiro has all the recording gear and all the technology stuff. And uh, I sit down, we'll be chatting to, going around County Clare particularly, and chatting to people we might, we think are interesting and hopefully you do. If you'd like to donate or contribute to support us in this mission, we'd be delighted. And uh, the PayPal account exists and hopefully you see it somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> yes indeed, you're very welcome to this. I think my third podcast and I'm up in north west Clare again in the Kilshanny, which is come up from Kilfenora Road up heading towards heading towards uh Doodle, I suppose, or Liston Verna. I'm in the home, the lovely home of Katie Thieesby. Katie, how are you? Whereabouts are we? Where are we in what townland?
1: We are on Rebels Road and we are in the townland of Bally Tarsna.
0: It's lovely. Adam Shapiro is here doing sound and we're just gonna have a what oh, the idea is just a an uninterrupted, slow moving kind of chat. But we can get excited too if you want. How are we getting on? Grand. Good. I, nice to see some humans in my house. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Uh, where's the? What's the first music you heard, or where did the? What? What do you remember first musically?
1: <clears throat> oh Lord. Um. God. Music. Live music or just music in general? Oh, music in
0: general. Any music?
1: Um. I suppose. With my mother, we used to go on very long journeys to see my, my gran. She lived in Leeds. So I think it was about three or four hour journey. And she used to sing on the journeys. And uh, I'd say she was driven mad. You know, piles of traffic and traffic jams and stuff. But she, she used to sing me loads of songs going up and down. um, And she used to play the guitar and sing to me also when I was very small. And so I have memories of that. And also my dad playing, um, we've just being in pubs and stuff around in, in uh, Camden Town.
0: So was London was where, where, where you were brought up?
1: Yeah, London mm. was where I was reared until I was about, I came over here when I was 18.
0: Right, yeah, you yeah, yeah. used to come over regularly. Your dad had uh, lived here at that time, had he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I knew him, great, yeah. played with him many a time. Uh, a, a great man and a man I would sing a song to I was I always imagine remember him singing funny songs he would yeah. he'd yeah. Uh, he'd the one about the pool song that he won about the sunday papers
1: the sunday papers yeah, was yeah, fantastic
0: yeah, yeah i remember that you wouldn't get away with it today would? probably not <laughs> but uh music is everything to you i presume
1: yeah it's um it's it's It plays a major part in my life i think um music is like what would we do without it what would have got us through these last few months Without you know like arts and music in general, you know stuff we're listening to on the radio stuff we have in the in the c d or the record player you know um and you you know you'd hear a song or a tune and it'll just transport you back to a certain place in time,
0: well let's go back to that place in time your 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 mother is singing songs to you when when did you start thinking about uh singing yourself or playing music yourself
1: um i suppose i I was doing played recorder in school. I can remember playing the sloop, John B. There was a load of us playing the recorder. Mm. Anyway, I decided to uh, splinter off and go <laughs> and go, um, play playing the whistle. Well, I was at a flat in Listole with my dad. It was probably, it could have been 80, I don't know, 81? 88 maybe. 88, oh,
0: yeah. Well, there was one in in 88. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, one of those years anyway, and I asked him to buy me a bower okay. <laughs> he said not a chance and he handed me a, handed me a book and a whistle mm-hmm. and uh, I just went off into my room and I I taught myself so I'm self taught um, and I suppose I would have had maybe one and a half tunes and the great advice I was given from John Curtin who would be my kind of mentor uh, was even if you know a bar or two of the tunes sit in and play the bar that you know mm-hmm. and bit by bit it'll you know so uh, that was I suppose I started playing in um Oh, the I'm trying to think of the name of the place now. It was on the Junction
0: Road, anyway. You were young.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Was it tough being young? It, was, it, was, it, was it a grown-up world, or did you just love it?
1: It was very strange. It was, it was strange as a teenager, because <laughs> I suppose I lived a double life as a teenager. I was Wednesday evenings, and then the weekend I would have been playing... Um, playing music you are like, 15
0: or 16 here yeah 14,
1: yeah. 15 yeah. That, that kind of an age and I would have been playing with um, Ron Kavanagh and the gang down in uh, down in the stag's head and then there'd be the lock-in sure <laughs> I was just <laughs> just a part of it I suppose and then there would be tunes in the junction and whatnot and at the same time I was going to school and I was big into my ragga music my reggae music I was big into hip-hop and I had that kind of style going on as well none of my friends knew yeah. None of them knew that I went off playing Irish music. As was it? Was I embarrassed, or did I?
0: I don't know. It's right. really strange. Sometimes these things just happen, and you don't. There's no reason for having a double life. You just don't talk about it, I and mean, then you never talk about yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. But that um, was a that was a great crew to be hanging out with. Oh, it was unreal. Was Miriam there from Holland? And yeah, you?
1: Miriam would have been there, yeah. and um, Annette Rowland, and right. Jesus, on un- so many people coming in and out and passing through. Would Mick
0: Flynn drop in? And-
1: oh, Jesus, he would. <laughs> He would, yeah. Yeah,
0: great. So you, you you were influenced by by powerful people, in my opinion, yeah. troubadours, John Wyatt, King as well would have John been, King, yeah, yeah. So it's a different, it's a different, it's 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 a little bit like my own introduction. It was always those people that attracted me to the music, and uh, I think it it, it it's different and same. A lot of people, the way they're brought up to play traditional music, I, I suppose uh, there's there's great. Joy in in, in, in admiring the people that you learn from, like having a huge admiration for them as as people as well as musicians.
1: Yeah. And also, I mean, I think we were quite, it was a bit of a a blessing and a curse in many ways, I suppose. But it was a blessing in that we were brought up around that and that the people we admired were there sitting beside us or opposite us and and being very encouraging as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of young people growing up now with the music because like pubs and Pubs and kids isn't really a thing anymore. And it, sure, it was when we were small, anyway. It was, yeah. But, you know? he would be left sleeping in the corner like mm-hmm. when the tunes were played. Mm-hmm. You know, I look back now and I go, "She's old and bring my own daughter." And yeah, it but it's, change, it's different yeah. times. Like I
0: mean, there was a lot of drinking in those days.
1: Yeah, there was. Yeah. And then I, you know, I just wonder. Like I was, I was blessed. I used to myself and my dad used to pick up, um, Paddy organ, uh, Paddy Mullins. Mm-hmm he was a neighbor of his and bring him down every sunday night for the for the session that Ann had in Nagles mm-hmm. and like it was just
0: unreal so you would be coming over visiting your dad and you in yeah. Kilfenora yeah. and uh it slowly but surely kind of got yeah. to
1: you a few times a year i was i was coming over so yeah. it's like well,
0: totally different lifestyle
1: yeah completely different lifestyle even liked, musically it was different
0: of course yeah you yeah. know you like both
1: yeah the, i love the wildness of the the music that was coming out of London back then—it was like yeah. you know—you have to mention in a few of the mm-hmm. characters there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny Curtin to me was the most exciting whistle player. Whoever what—he's wow, just unreal. He play a high note over a wild high note over a load of bars, and it's just like takes you away somewhere. And I—I—I mm-hmm. I, I picked some of that up. Um, but geez, you wouldn't dream of playing that inside in the inside in a session in Kilfenora because it just didn't fit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It didn't fit, yeah. and and it was there's huge respect for. Um, the Kilfenora style of music as well. Like I would sit and play the flute, um, playing tunes in Kilfenora rather than pick up the whistle. Yeah, yeah. Do You know, because it just fits in nicer and it doesn't yeah. overtake anything, and it's it respects the the tradition, I suppose, a little bit more maybe.
0: When did you start singing?
1: Oh man, singing in front of people. I suppose <clears> thought I was about. Oh man, was I about I was about fourteen? I think. Or less, maybe less. My first song ever was, uh, crazy Patsy Klein. Mm-hmm. And it was with, uh, there was a great band called Beyond the Pale. Mm-hmm. And they used to be in the Stags every Sunday night. And stand up gig, like the floor mm-hmm. would be hopping. Mm-hmm. Um, Stags Head was a magical, wonderful place. Uh, it's now a block of flats, sadly, but, um, yeah, it was unreal. And that was my first outing singing was, was crazy, funnily enough. And then I think Ron Kavanaugh was doing a tape. For any young people listening, that's that's how we used to listen to music one time on a cassette tape. But he was doing a tape of all the musicians that passed through the stag's head. So mm-hmm. he recorded me singing The Orchard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still have I still love to hear, I would love to hear it, because I was about 14 at the time. And I'd say, just be nice to hear a 14-year-old me singing, you know, to yeah. see what I what was what way was I doing. <laughs> you know, but um yeah, so that was that kind of started me off, I suppose, and I never would have considered myself a singer particularly, even even up to a few years ago. Yeah, I know, I, sing, know but- I know you. I know you
0: well, and 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 you, I think you would have been, you sang maybe once a night. Oh yeah. If, if that. Yeah. And it's been that's what what's fascinated me is is the fantastic journey you've taken. And yeah. um, before we go into that journey, would you sing one? <laughs> because uh, we're 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 in a great place now for you as a singer, you know. So uh, it's it's we, we get there, but we've all we've all day, Katie. We've got a long challenge We've channel all day. This us. is and
1: grand. And <laughs> thanks very
0: much for allowing us, Miss to come here. To oh, to you're
1: very trip. welcome. It's lovely to have you. It's Love nice. having visitors. Um, what will I sing? Sure, I'll do. I suppose I'll do the one that uh, I'll do the one that always warms me warms me up. I'll do One Starry Night. Okay. Sing to me, my my dog here under the table, so I sing to her.
2: (laughs) One starry night, as I lay sleeping, one starry night, as I lay in bed, I dreamed I heard wagon wheels a-creaking, but when I awoke My young love had fled For it's many's a my love With you I've traveled It's many's the hour love With you I spent I dreamed you were my love forever but now I find love you were only land I search the highways likewise the byways I search the borings camping places too I will inquire all of my people have the tighter tidings or signs of you for it's many's of my love with you I've traveled it's many's the hour love with you I spent I dreamed you were My love forever But now I find love You were only lent I'm drunk today Of times I'm sober I'm a constant rover From town to town And when I'm dead and my sorrows and dead body born a story come and lay me down for it's many's of my love with you I've travelled it's many's the hour love with you I spent I dreamed you were my love forever, but now I find love. You were only land.
0: That's beautiful. There's there's a fierce integrity about you as a person and as as a singer, and I think that's really attractive. Um, you you don't you don't. There's no false emotion. It's like it's real and it's 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 powerful and well done. That was a beautiful Thank beautiful you. song. Yeah. Uh, in normal times, we'd be coming to the end of Willie Clancy week.
1: Oh, stop.
0: And there's a there's a corner of Willie Clancy week. There's a, 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 the Malbay Tavern, uh, is yeah. called, and uh, inside and outside of that, all week there'd be the the the, 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 the finest people and the oh, wildest yeah. people and the most interesting people you could ever meet. And I associate you with them.
1: No, that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's our crowd, all right. Yeah. It's unreal. It's mm-hmm. just I don't know. It's I mean, we meet, a lot of people we only meet once a year there, obviously, but there's loads of us in it that I oh, just—it's just magic. Yeah, and, and even like like Vinnie and Deirdre—they all make it magic. They're just fantastic yeah. people, and uh it's just a lovely. Just I just feel safe there.
0: Yeah, but there's a side of uh, there's a side of you that 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 uh, the, the wildness and the pagan rhythms and the, the you know the the. The energy yeah. is, is, is the important part people of People play
1: with abandon. They're not yeah. and, restrained uh, in any way. And I that's what I love and are, admire. The people yeah.
0: live with abandon and they're not <laughs> restrained in any way too. And that, that that's, it's maybe it's a thing that's becoming less and less. Mm. Uh, uh, for me, it was it was the most exciting thing about music was all these older people that were, I'm old now, but at the time, they, they uh, I mean, we used to go to Flag holes. And we'd only start getting going when everybody was gone. Like talk about the stall, we <laughs> the dog is in great form. We'd we'd get going about Monday evening, really. With you know, the, the John King would be there, and, and uh, <gasps> yeah, Tony Cullen and maybe uh, Tony O'Leary could be down there, and uh, Pussy just... Russell, and you know, all, all <laughs> yeah. the gang from down from 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 Clare, and and mostly we stay till Wednesday or Thursday, you know. Mm. And uh, I think you're like that.
1: Oh, I liked. I, I'd never like to go home out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: like I suppose the Malbay for me. Um, I gave up drinking about nearly four years ago now, and I remember I, I knew Willie Clancy was coming up, and I was kind of nearly preparing myself for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of nearly saying I don't want to go.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because that wildness is a real d- drug. It's a real draw. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, if I if I meet up with any of that crowd now, or I'll just I'll, I'll weaken and I'll just go on beer. you know? Mm. And so I planned all these little things. I was like going to go to the Blondes for a while and I was going to go to Friel's and kind of go to the places I would usually frequent mm-hmm. just to nearly avoid I know. that. And then I went into a Park McNeil's shop. I was looking for a new whistle and he produced um, he produced uh, Roy McManus whistle and I played it in the shop and I was like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this whistle all my life, do you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I bought this whistle and um Yeah, I went straight into the Malibu and sat down.
0: I bet they made you feel comfortable.
1: It was fabulous. I played Mm -hmm. for 14 hours straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was it a newfound
0: freedom playing sober?
1: Completely. I remember getting to my car that night, or whatever time it was in the morning, and driving out the road with a massive smile on my face and just going, that was the buzz Mm -hmm. that I'd been chasing all my life. Great. Do you know? Yeah, I do. And it was such a good feeling. Mm -hmm. And I suppose I I went for most of that week, um... It was always there was always a cottage you could retreat to as well, yeah. you know. You um, do have to have an escape. You do, yeah. And yeah. um, but yeah, fabulous to me to hop mm-hmm. into the car and go home and uh, wake up just with your head wasn't of tunes, even the, the toilet cistern would be making music kind of way. You just have yeah. music going around in your head. That's you know, and I'm I was so delighted that I was able to do that. Well
0: um, I think all those people would be like myself and like Adam here, like, and like a lot an awful amount of people, are delighted with your success. <laughs> because um, We've been watching you, and it's it's been a, it's been an interesting and, and fascinating journey. Because as your success has, has has happened, your voice has seemed to you seem to have a power. All of a sudden, like when you made your first song, there was a power. The first song was that I know of was uh, the 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 song you you gave to me about three or four years ago to play on the radio, and I was so delighted to have it. And mm. I, I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever heard. Uh, how did that happen? And what, what, what was that? what's it called again? Um, the first song that
1: I remember you singing yeah, the song I love
0: that I, I I I love it so much I can't remember the name but, <laughs> but uh, I, I thought it was the most amazing song I heard and uh, I was so delighted that you for me you 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 you'd, you'd like come out of out of the same as all of us and you'd done something really really special did you feel that
1: oh I I did um, I think a lot of it was a lot of it was overcoming uh, tied in with the drink as well I used to be able to sing a song without a few drinks mm-hmm. not a hope. Not a hope. I'd play music for you all night. I wouldn't be able to sing without a drink. Um, Sorry, the dog is singing again. But, um, so I suppose when I gave up and I I went about this, Finbar Fury gave me the song to record, suggested I record it. And um, Peter Eades then wanted to produce a, a track on my album, and I said, "Well, why don't we do that one? Because we're both familiar with it."
0: And Tell me about Peter Reid. I thought he did such an amazing job. I'm, you know, I've talked this before. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of his production. I thought it was like fantastic.
1: He's unreal. He's I, I just loved working with him. What I laid a man as ear. Cheapers, don't be asking me.
0: No, that. no, but he's in his 40s, <laughs> 30s,
1: 50s. So, what well, you know, he'd he, he be he'd love me, he'd love me for this now. Isn't he? He's in his
0: 50s, yeah, I'm right, saying. yeah. No, I'm just like trying to get a vision of what you because I think he just um, got you, he got you really well.
1: Yeah, he's he's unreal. He's um, it's, it's all done at his home, and I just loved working with him because I learnt an awful lot mm-hmm. about myself as well as about recording and stuff. But like, he I'd usually sing in C, we'll say quite lower tones, mm-hmm. and he'd like be, bring me up to. D or A, and mm-hmm. and I was able to do it. Um, so I remember Leo Hallisey one time said to me, um, we, were, we were doing a gig down in uh, Kyle Moore, and uh, he says, There'll be no more of this Katie, he's be sitting down in a session and singing into her, into her oxter. Mm-hmm. And he said, You have to st- stand up and you have to sing, you're able, you must do it, mm-hmm. do you know? And that always kind of stuck with me as Good well. man, Leo, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Peter was amazing to work with.
0: and the the impression when, when I heard the song, I th- I I I thought it was it was a, a moment, you know, in, a moment in in person my personal news life, but also a moment in a new sound that I hadn't heard before. I heard you sing before, but the combination I thought there's something. Um, did you when you went when that was mixed and you got a copy of it? Were you going around in the car driving around, and listening to yourself for weeks?
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I I I do you know what I, were listened, you thrilled like? I was? I was actually thrilled. Mm-hmm. I, I I was just, I was thrilled to be given a song that was so special. because Jim it, 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 Barthiore is special. Yeah, I mean, he's so special to me and yeah. such a great friend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, do you know, that really that really meant the world, that someone would entrust you with something that they'd written and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ask you to sing it. And uh, obviously the connection was there with, with Peter Reeds and all the rest of it. But I was envisioning a trad a record or a, you know, like a ballad record or a folky kind of record. And I had all these ideas in my head. I was going to have different string people with me on different tracks and like bring all my friends into it. And, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a great idea. And it's something I'd like to do again, mm-hmm. but it was actually becoming more and more, even more pressure. I was like, oh, I'm never going to get this done. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, and once Peter had done that song and I listened to it, I was away with my mother and he sent it on. I remember we were staying in God, in Galway or somewhere and I played it to Mam and she just cried yeah and
0: so she did, you knew you knew you were onto something you knew that you had and all of a sudden you, you, you knew that you can do this yeah but still it took you a few years and it must have been lonely and difficult to motivate yourself to get up to Dublin on your own Boston. to uh, you know as opposed to going to Martin O'Malley's in Milltown or somewhere with yeah. your friends yeah. it must have been uh, I, I'll credit to you yeah uh, did mean, you find it, was... it difficult
1: Oh, it was. It was. It was. It was hard at times. I mean, I was getting the green bus up and everything. And like. Oh, I love the green bus. It's fantastic. But uh, you know, getting into Dublin scares me. Yeah. Do you know? I was getting into yeah. Dublin and um, getting on buses and travelling out to wherever, wherever. Peter but also, was. I
0: think I think that to, to record music, you have to be in a certain frame of mind and frame of mood. And you you could wake up here in in, in, in and you have a booking at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock in Dublin to, to be in a studio, and you might feel like shit.
1: Oh, yeah, I often did.
0: Yeah. yeah. How did that work? Um, was that good, maybe? Maybe that was a good thing.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe it was a good thing, because it's so easy to just go, I uh, know I'm not going to go today, but I have a mm-hmm. thing about not letting people down as yeah. well. So mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, yeah, I had to go. How, and was I did it? how was
0: it to, 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 to go into a man's house and, 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 and knowing that it was probably the most important Thing you're ever going it's the first album it's, all of sudden, it's like nothing compares to the first album mm. I mean it, it, albums can be better or worse but nothing compares to that moment where you're putting yourself out in front of the world as a singer you know because you would have been a, 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 a musician that sang but mm. now all of a sudden you're a singer and because the first song was so good you're under fierce pressure.
1: Oh man, it was yeah. I was like what are we what are we gonna do now after this? Well you the know? good news
0: the good news for all those people that don't know, the album turned out absolutely amazing. There's not one bad there's not one bad note on it.
1: I love it. I'm delighted with I'm delighted yeah. with the album.
0: No, it's beautiful.
1: Um
2: yeah. The one, the,
0: the song I've discovered recently is "You Got a Friend." You know, I, I'm kind of avoiding it because I it, it's not a cover. It's a, it's a, it's like it's the most. There's something in it that mm. that that actually makes it way more powerful for me than the original song.
1: That's amazing. Yeah,
0: because James Taylor would have a formula, and I, I, I know, but you don't have a formula. You just have emotion. Yeah, that and was uh, uh,
1: Peter Reed's idea actually. Mad, mm-hmm. we were at the end of it. I think we had most of our songs done the yeah. other, the pressure was off like mind you pressure it took us, it took us three years to do it yeah, I was literally right. going up every couple of months and doing this and we'd fit it around our lives so it wasn't like mm-hmm. oh man sorry dog is eating rocks now I let her out will uh, you let her out
0: if, if you hear noises, as a dog don't worry really but um, so I, I, um, how did your life change was the confidence thing helped or just you know that you are playing an RTE so often and Jeepers, people yeah. all over uh, with, with the internet people all over the world know you and uh, it's 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 a big big leap. It's it's great, it's beautiful.
1: It's it's it, yeah, it's it's mad and I still have um this kind of imposter syndrome going on somehow.
0: Maybe you'll always have that. Maybe I'll always a have that. Maybe Van Marsen has that, maybe Sinead O'Connor has that, maybe do you know maybe it doesn't solve any problems to, 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 to be played in the radio every night. You know, mm-hmm. you still you still wake up in the morning being yourself.
1: It's really nice to, it's really nice to get um you know, well,
0: there's a huge amount of love for you. Yeah. You know, but I think your honesty creates that environment where where, where everybody knows you acknowledges saying, "I'm delighted, Katie's doing." It. Yeah. You know, that must be nice.
1: Oh, it's it's fabulous. It's mm. so many well wishers. It's unreal, and, and it's genuine. Yeah, and mm. loads, and you know, loads of um, loads of emails from people that might have been touched by one of the songs I sing in one way or another, and um, I that that to me is means more than. Anything really? I know. It's you know. know, it's the connection that you make with people, and it's also the way you can make them feel or comfort them in some way, or maybe connect it to a fe- to a feeling or a memory they have. And I think that's you know, a pe- the listeners, the audience are, are
0: your songs oh, do though. Uh, you know, you 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 have a way of singing a song that makes 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 us all think about our own story. You know, that's lovely. Yeah, no, you do, you do, and you've. The album is out. All, is it two years now or a year?
1: Um, or oh, just uh, October last year. so
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's been everywhere. So I had since. lots of
1: plans. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> um, know, there's
0: something <laughs> after happening, and it's a really good thing that's ever happened. You wrote a song since, since the album I wrote released, a Song out of my own
1: head. Fair play to me. And I've
0: heard it about twenty times on different radio stations over the last week, Yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah. And fa- you know, and I, I suppose if. If, if You wouldn't have imagined that would happen, would you?
1: Not in a million years. No, I don't think so. I, don't I think mean, no people knew, used to ask think... me, well, what, why don't you write your own stuff? And my mm-hmm. my stock answer was always, um, I'm just not a singer-songwriter. And anyway, there's so much good stuff out there that needs to be sang or needs new life breathed into it, which is true. Mm-hmm. But that was always my comeback answer for not writing songs. And then I went to uh, John Spilan's The Hit Factory, mm-hmm. Blowing Doolin and um, a workshop
0: yeah and, yeah great it was unreal yeah we sure we, we may do something yeah i think in writing songs if you're if you actually sit down to do it you'll do it you know uh you, you might be sitting waiting for months but uh john will motivate you or he did motivate you i presume
1: yeah and and the melody like the, the, the words of the song was kind of there was a, a, a few memories that that kind of
0: it's about your dad it's about my dad mm-hmm.
1: um and I suppose, you know, that, that was the lyrics part of it. I just did kind of this continuous, just unconscious kind of writing, you know, and then picked out little bits out of it. And that's how the song came about. But the melody, I have no idea where that came from.
0: It's a beautiful melody.
1: No idea. It might be stolen, but uh, but not consciously stolen. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, the the, the 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 song has kind of a couple of memories in it. And uh, just, and one of them happens to be just universal, uh, you know, dancing on your daddy's toes.
0: Yeah.
1: I think every little person can remember that. And every daddy can remember their kids doing that. Yeah. And it's, uh, it just conjures up this image. Um, yeah, so Dexie's Midnight Runners, we used to grab our um, air fiddles and uh, horse around the sitting room when we were in London. And um, oh, I used to jump on his toes and we used to kind of just spin around the room. Um and then there's a there's a verse about the uh how's it go? What's well, a verse about him about Rashers rashers cooking on a pan. Um he used to wake me up when he was on his way home from the pub. He used to have a little cottage in uh in Kilfinora, and he used to get up whatever time he'd come home, could be two or three or four or whatever and he used to wake me up come on we'll have the breakfast (laughs) he'd put on the frying pan Mm. and uh, he'd make a right show out of it you know he was a real showman he'd get the rashers you know this and it was a real adventure it was a real kind of thing that we had you know and uh, I can remember vividly and now I'm thinking back like when I now with my own daughter I'm thinking now if I was coming back from the pub at whatever three or four in the morning I could see why he did that now yep Because she'll get, she, she'll sleep in longer in the morning and he get a longer lying. <laughs> Do you know? And uh, the last verse, I suppose, then is, my um, like Dad was mad. Dad was loved his, like, trad music and his, his, but he had quite a diverse taste in music anyway. Like, he would have introduced me to Linton Kwesi Johnson when I was little, and, um, uh dub post. Adam
0: has introduced me to I knew but we're sure Adam plays Linda Quincy Johnson all the time. It's class. There you
1: go. <laughs> I have the cassette somewhere, like. But uh so he would have yeah, loads of stuff. Um kind of think what well, a Dobie Grey was another one, and and just recently he'd got into um Tom Waits, <clears throat> and I'd often see him sitting in the back room in the dark with the this big moon on YouTube, you know, and he'd have a cigarette in his hand and you'd just hear him. Mm-hmm. Just singing along yeah. with that, and I just it just that's the kind of a memory I have, you Lovely. know.
0: And that's so, that was songs you written on that. Into a song. Yeah, can you do it, or would you need accompaniment? Um, I'll
1: try it. Great, Let's see, I haven't done it unaccompanied yeah. before.
0: It's all of a sudden it's going to be a Shannon song.
1: <clears throat> yeah, you <laughs> might get the key wrong, so
2: sure you can. <clears throat> This song is dedicated to my father Who was taken from this earth just far too soon No more I'll hear his laughter or his singing It ended on a summer's day in June The last song of the summer was the cuckoo Outside the window of your room It was the last time of that year I heard him calling Your soul flew out the window late in June We stood upon your feet, we danced together Come on, Eileen, we spun from wall to wall Childhood memories, they go on forever Those days when you were big and I was small used to wake me up before the sun did With the scent of rashers cooking on the pan And the radio was playing, come on Eileen You lifted me and took me by the hand We stood upon your feet, we danced together Come on Eileen We spun from wall to wall Childhood memories they go on forever Those days when you were big and I was small Lit up by the blue screen in the small room cigarette in hand and singing grapefruit moon. that is how i see you in your last days in the dark and humming that old tune stood upon your feet we danced together Come on, Eileen, we waltz from wall to wall. Childhood memories, they go on forever. Those days when you were big and I was small. Those days when you were big and I was small.
0: Yeah.
1: Slightly higher than I usually do it.
0: Great. Really great, and uh, obviously, it means a lot. To you. That's a prayer when you when you sing that. That's a prayer, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's excellent. Yeah. yeah, it's it's from it's from that's great.
1: And the bit about the cuckoo was um, obviously it was the end of June, and uh, when we felt he was in the room, and the cuckoo, the, the the window was open, and that's what we said we'd open the window to let his spirit out the window. Mm-hmm. to know, there was lots of like mad little magical spiritual things went on around that time which is yeah. quite extraordinary you know in many mm-hmm. ways and uh
0: loss is a, a is a, is, a, is something that makes the mind work very mm. hard you know grief and loss it's it's, mm. a, it's mm. you, you, you're either more perceptive or you're more vulnerable and I'm not, I'm not but it's, yeah. a, it's a constant yeah, Grief it's it's tough grief it's, oh it's, it's, it's hard it's, it's, there's nothing it's hard. As, there's nothing as there's nothing as, it's, there's nothing as tough as grief yeah. and
1: you can't um It's almost like in the first year even, you can't really trust your, well, this is my own experience anyway, you couldn't really trust your emotions because you didn't know if it was fired by grief or whether it was how you would actually feel. Mm -hmm. Um, And also making plans and people, you know, saying, come out to such and such on such and such a night. I'd never be able to give an answer until that day because I didn't know how I was going to be feeling. Mm -hmm. So, you know... um, but yeah, it's ten years ago now. It's hard to, it's hard to fathom it really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: does the singing, does the singing help? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, and it was. Um, I kind of wanted it to be done around the time of his tenth anniversary because mm-hmm. it was almost like a, just like a, it's like another goodbye in a yeah, way, yeah. way, you know. And it's, it's just putting a bit of time and space and mm-hmm. to be able to honour him in a song was was quite. I don't know what he'd think of it. I think he'd ru- rustle my ruffled my hair and say, "You deaf bugger." A,
0: he, was, <gasps> he, was, he was, he was, he was fun. He was, he was really, uh, he was really easy to be with.
1: Because he was uh, great.
0: So do you get nervous when you go to before a gig, the day of a gig, or the thinking about gigs and? Um, uh, are, are you in a situation now where you look forward to it immensely?
1: It's funny now. I I think um, the Doolean Folk Festival was a uh, was a change for me there because I used to be quite nervous. I still am at times. I mean last night I was having um having dinner at Hotel Doolin out in the yard and uh Kieran O'Connell and the lads were playing and your mum was going to sing. and I, my friend said, Go on, go up and sing a song and I was like, No, I I no, okay, I can't I'm mortified. You know and I didn't.
0: Yeah. yeah. So like there's a confidence in you because you've made the Adams but still there's the other side of it. Oh yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. But uh, definitely Doolin, like all right, I spent though. I spent an hour walking around on that stage mm-hmm. before before the gig. Yeah. You know, and I became very, very, I was nervous here in the house. I was freaking out here in the house.
0: Would you still be, or is that over?
1: Oh, I think I would be. I yeah. have a period of just, just you know, being a bit manic, manic for a while and freaking mm-hmm. out. But once we were there and I was on stage, just getting, we were doing the sound checks and stuff, I just got, I felt, I felt really calm and really ready. And I know there was one song I sang, Lullaby and i completely forgot the words in the middle of the song and i just made up words like mm. they didn't even exist these words um but you know what and i and for once i wasn't looking at that and going you've f- up the no, whole gig no, you, yeah. you know i was like Do you know what that was fantastic and yeah you made one mistake So there was gosh. nothing
0: more boring than perfect music <laughs> no nothing nothing <laughs> yeah yeah, nothing. yeah yeah you know like the, our, our perfect musicians you know like if if, if, if I, I just take people That know what they're going to do from the start of a night to the end of a night, it, it can't be much fun after a year or two, you know. It can't be, yeah, like, yeah. The sponta- like, I, I, love, I love bands, even the, the, the great Bob Dylan's and those people, you know, they just they do a gig and you know they they have a different band maybe every year, but they know that the reason is that so it's spontaneous yeah. and the lads are allowed to do whatever they want to do or whoever's in the band, yeah. I like that. You're you 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 recorded that album, you are that that song there. With your friends. I did. In the end. I,
1: yeah, yeah. I did. It was um Yeah, the backing I Back in his lovely back in his unreal. Um actually was it, how long is it now ago? I I started playing a few tunes with, with Dave Sanders and um and on one unreal on fiddle player, like he's magic. Great fiddle player. Um we'll he did, yeah, he did a couple of he did a couple of launches with me and stuff and we did a couple of things together like that and um I suppose I'm part of Chasquin now and he's a part that's of that. Right, so that's yeah. That's nice. But uh what did I say to him when I said, Did you ever did you ever think about playing a bazooki or something? Mm. I know. and am sure <laughs> the next thing I you know he's a is it a bass guitar he has? Tenor guitar. Tenor guitar mm. he has. Mm. And uh yeah, he's absolutely flying it. Yeah, great. So he was only mm. delighted to be asked to mm-hmm. to, to do the recording um, mm. with Siobhan Peoples. And um I actually bought I actually bought the rosin from my dad's fiddle fiddle case and uh, got Siobhan to would have known, I saw
0: your dad play Travon quite a lot. Yeah, yeah
1: So she lot. she rosined the ball with my dad's rosin. Yeah. <laughs> Big good. softy that I am, but I wanted oh, to be in the room, you know. It's good. And um, Alan Wallace, I just it was great guitar really yeah. lovely. Good. good. So I'm delighted, and to, I also,
0: I suppose, should mention that you came to a lot of people's attention with Jared Donald doing some great videos. Jared,
1: absolutely. Jar yeah. amazing. He's yeah. I've never. I've never met any anybody like Jer. Like I've known him for twenty odd years now, but I, he's just it gets better and better. He's really, really focused and like driven, guitar, but he's yeah. he's very kind as well. He's mm-hmm. got he's got everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he's always willing to and uh, to help out, and he's he's just great. Good. He's brilliant. Good. Um, so I I think if if this CD if this uh, um track song was going to go on any sort of a an album at some stage, I don't know, mm. but it's a very different feel to what the album, what my first album. That's good though. It's completely yeah, that's different. Good. I mean, you're all, you're free
0: now because you've made a great album. I think you're free to do whatever yeah. you feel like.
1: But again, I think the, produ- the production is gorgeous on it, and it's a lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely crisp sound. Yeah,
0: that's lovely. And
1: it's it's, it's ver- it sounds very easy and relaxed. You mm-hmm. know. So you're happy?
0: You're, Delighted. You're, yeah, you're going you're going in the right. Delighted. Direction, yes. Sure.
1: Look, we're in the middle of lockdown. We're well, not anymore, but yeah. you know, it's uh, it was something to. Oh, it was, so, it was so nice to play tunes. I'd like
0: I'd like people to know how to, if you don't mind me, ask uh, how to get your album. And you know, is there is there a, No, I I I think it's important because, um, so many musicians are are are, are great at pushing themselves and, and giving mm-hmm. all the information out, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think you deserve people to to buy <laughs> your album. I think you 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 you're. You you put your heart and soul into the music, and you don't push yourself forward. But thankfully, more people are getting to no, know. But anyway, how do people buy your album? Buy Katie Teasby's album.
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa whoa dot dot okay. Apparently.
0: T h e a s b y.
1: T h e a s b y, and um, I think you can get it in Custy's Music Shop. Great. Right. You can get it in a few places around. Good. Good. You know, so um, yeah, no, I no. have a, I have a good few now.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Propping up the bed like or something. Yeah, just, but, but
0: life will come good again. I mean, ah, you they, know what? It's, it's it's um the the gigs were where where it's at. When yeah, it so the gigs will come back. It was
1: actually just the play. You know, I think loss of income for a lot of people was was a thing and it was a serious thing. But 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 for musicians that play, especially trad musicians, just to have not to not have that for mm-hmm. a length of time was quite difficult. Do you know? Yeah. And to to get back. Even to get back at the studio there the last day just to play a few tunes, it was yeah. just, oh, it was unreal. It was, we good. tore into a few reels and, and, and jigs there, um, and it was just magic. Good. Just lovely.
0: I, 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 I'm delighted that we, we called up for the chat, and uh, I, I, I'm delighted you're in such good form, and that, uh, that, that your music is, is, is getting out there around the world, because we're living in great times with this internet thing. Oh, we are. I mean, when you think about it, 20 yeah. years ago, how the hell would you get your music out to anybody if they didn't come to North did Clare you? to hear yeah. you? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: And in North Clare, we did have people coming to hear us. We did, you yeah. know those parts of Ireland where you'd never, you know... So we're very fortunate, I think.
1: Yeah, people. it's, it's got to be a good thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose, you know, as long as people support musicians by buying their albums and uh, going to see live music... Um, I know it could be got on Spotify, which is grand and handy. But sure, we don't get a bob out of that. No. So um, no. if you can at all, yeah, you know, support well,
2: musicians. And-
0: thanks very much for entertaining us for the last hour. It's been a real pleasure to be here. Katie Thiesby, thanks a million.
2: Thank you.